first pick of the 2023 Beers and Beards draft. Gary Thomas selects David McKinney. Nice. University of Pooresville. Yeah. That's this weekend, bro. Right? Tomorrow. It's during my anniversary. I had to cancel dinner. <laughs> uh, are you a big NFL draft guy? Mm, I used to be when I was a when I was younger, now I'm like, I don't have time. It's pretty cool. It used, I mean, before the internet, you had to like wait for the scroll, like the little ticker at the bottom to see like, oh yeah. man, I missed pick seven. I got to wait till it comes back. <laughs> During I, IHRA drag racing the f- at 10 p.m. on ESPN. Yeah. The first one I, I remember, I think it was 2000 was because they used to have it. It was awesome because it'd be Saturday at like, it started at noon and they would have the first three rounds, I think on Saturday. And the the first one I I really remember was Mike Vick, two thousand, number one overall pick. I vividly remember Donovan McNabb getting drafted by the Eagles. Yeah, and then booing the shit out of that pick. <laughs> that was the same year as Tim Couch, your Kentucky boy. Hey, another Kentucky is... quarterback might go no, number one overall. I know. I don't think like, bro. He's not. He's terrible. I mean. This he's last not year, only not he, good, he's, he was he's, injured. He's objectively bad. I don't know. He's a big, sturdy feller. Better than C.J. Stroud. Mm-hmm. I mean, he played in a tougher conference than C.J. Stroud. So, I mean, that's well, he like, played in the Big Ten. He couldn't hack it, so he had to transfer. He couldn't beat out No, nah, he got touched. He got touched at Penn State. He had to get out of there. as <laughs> wanting his wing. But this is not a draft podcast. This is the Beers and Beards podcast. I'm Gary. That's David. It's another beautiful week. First of all, thanks, everybody, for the – Outpouring of support on our last episode. I didn't. El Salvador, I didn't, all the Caribbean countries. Just, were yeah, like I, I told Dave, it's like, hey, look, there's there's people actually like big numbers of people listening. Yeah, and it's probably. Well, we don't know if they listen. They downloaded it. Same thing. People are like, I got all this extra space in my phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what am I gonna do? Yeah. It's a. Uh, I don't know. We're rolling right along. This is we're about to start year th- three. This is 130 episodes. It's today yeah. the one that we're doing right Didn't now. Didn't we start May of 2020? Yeah, our so three. I think it was May 19th. So three year anniversary. Day. What's the David, three? I forget. Um, my four year anniversary May. is. Well, I don't know when we're gonna post this, but my four year anniversary is tomorrow or today. Happy anniversary to you. Which is the linen, linen anniversary. Because you know what happens in them sheets, son. Yeah, not after four years. That's the first three. This is my 20th year. That's, yeah, it's Mm -hmm. impressive. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm only 31 years old. And I'm taking you to Cedar Point for your 20th anniversary without Abby. (laughs) No. That trip's before then, but I don't know, man. It's been, uh, you think we'll hit 20 years on this podcast? Yeah. You think we'll, we'll make it's it? It's our show. We do what we want. Yeah. I mean, we could, we could actually, the next episode could be episode 331. Nobody <laughs> ever know. Yeah. We know people that do that. Just Have there any, been any podcast? I mean, podcasting was not a thing 20 years ago, was it? Really? Not really. I mean, you think 10 years ago, 
what, 12 to 15 years ago, Blog Talk Radio was like the first easily interfaced recording where you could do it live, even though it sounded like garbage. Yeah. I remember when I worked for Shine Fights in 2009, we did an event in Miami and we streamed it live. And on Justin only, TV? Yeah, <laughs> Justin TV. It was on shinefights.com on their website. And it was one of the first events that was like live streamed. Mm-hmm. And there weren't that many companies doing stuff like that at that time. And I remember thinking like, this is stupid. This will never be live streaming stuff like that. This is no one's, this is never going to catch on. Lo and behold, Gary. It's the future, babe. Here we are. We're living in the future. Um, Do you remember the first DVD you ever purchased? Mm, Freddie got fingered. I don't know. That might have been it, actually. The Tom Green. I did buy that. Yeah, Stu- dumbest movie of all time. Napoleon so, Dynamite was one of the first ones that just hit twenty years. I definitely had that I, DVD. When I graduated high school, going into college, I got a compact Presario desktop computer. Yeah. Did you ever have one uh, of those, like the the Max with the the weird color? No. But with that was a DVD player. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to get a DVD. <laughs> the first DVD I bought, classic, Blair Witch Project. And then you watched it on your computer. Yeah, and I was like, nobody's ever going to do this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, nobody's going to do this shit. Yeah, you're sitting and in now, the kitchen. And now people probably consume more content in their hands than they their do. Phone. Yeah. yeah. I was just listening today. Um, I'm, I'm reading a book uh, that talks about like, um, like, like being able to change your mind when you like when you think you know what you think. And it talks about BlackBerry and how they were like the first to market with the with smartphones, and they were the leader. And the guy that that created the the concept of BlackBerry was genius, but then he became the CEO and the president and all these you know, basically running the company, and he he fell behind, and then he was very slow to adapt to specifically like having internet internet browser on no it's called think again by adam brant adam grant not brant i know adam brant i know adam brant too yeah adam Uh, grant you know i was listening to i've listened to malcolm gladwell's blink and it talks about like your decision making right i've read all all his books but yeah it's like a social science you're a nerd I am a nerd. Fucking nerd. I just got, I uh, just started the Atomic Habits. You heard of that? Oh, yeah. I, that's on my list. I don't think I've read that one. I, I bought it. I have a physical copy. Also, don't tell Abby. I can't find my fucking glasses. And when I say I can't find my glasses, I haven't found I don't know where my glasses have been for the last six months. <laughs> I just tell her they're No, I was thinking you didn't look as smart. No, I just, I got an appointment to go get, I got, I had to get one more checkup, so I'm going to get a new one, yeah. I've had, I got LASIK almost seven years ago. See, I don't want LASIK, I want to look the part. Streak ended, Gary, I had to get glasses. After LASIK? Only for driving at night. He's like, he's like. That's what mine, is astigmatism or whatever it's called? Yeah, he's like, normally, I wouldn't recommend, he's like, you barely have anything, but he's like, I could see how it might affect you driving at night, because I get like more of the glare. Yeah, but you don't even. You live in a city. You can Uber or take public transportation. 
and not right. take the subway. I'm talking about like just, you know, the one time a month that I actually do drive at night. Yeah. I wear my sun. Like more on the high, more so on the highway than in the city. City, I'm fine. As long, I'm like, I because it's more the, lit up. Yeah, and I can see the big, big stuff. I'm like, ah, I can see, I just don't get too close to the cars, park cars, and when I tell you, and, and this goes for you too, in our youth, covering MMA, yeah, bro, I drove. Me too. Like a maniac, like not not the way I drove, just the, how many miles I drove. How I, I for the first probably three or four years, I never got a hotel room. I always came home. Yeah, I, I had I had a young kid. You know, like I'm already missing shit on Saturday night. I can't I can't miss all day Sunday too. So, but now as a decrepit old man, <laughs> I, bro, we're driving to Florida, right? Wow, we got a two piece yeah. vacation. Two piece vacation. Yeah. Five days of Disney. And a drumstick. Five days of Disney. And then three days at the beach. Don't you ever fucking do that again. All right. I'm not telling a story. All right. Anyway. So, anyway, I don't want to fucking drive to fucking Orlando. Yeah. And it would make sense to fly and then Uber to Disney, but we're not staying there. Let's split up. Then we, I got to drive another hour and a half. To the east coast of Florida, to satisfy the satisfy the women's needs for a, a beach. Me and Harlan don't care. We just need a pool. Yeah. Stupid, bro. Right. Do you get in the water at the beach? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't care about sharks. No. I feel like the sharks are like, oh shit! There's, there's a Gary sighting. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> like, got a Gary sighting at the beach. It's uh, I don't stay, know, man. It's... Stay away from the shore. There's like an all all shark bulletin. So, you're not a beach guy, though, are you? I mean, are you the typical? That's not well, that would not be my first pick for a vacation. No, but I I don't I enjoy a beach. Like you know, a lot of people that I know, some of my best friends who love going to the beach, pack their shit up at seven o'clock in the morning, haul it down to the sand, and then sit there all fucking day. That that is not yeah. a vacation. Read. I don't, I don't even read like play in the water, pack sandwiches. I don't want sand in my <laughs> sandwiches. You know what I'm saying? I don't. Yeah. Like, give me two hours. Like, you know, let me go down there about nine. I ain't waking up at seven. Let me go down about nine. We'll hit the, you know, we'll play rough house, whatever. Go back for lunch. Yeah, go back. But now you give me to a pool. I can chill at the pool all day. That's what me and Harlan did last year. Yeah. So I don't know, dude. Nothing it's, better it's, than you're at the beach, like you get a house. But then the house has a pool. That's the best part. Yeah, you sit in the pool and watch everybody at the ocean. I, yeah, and, you know, being aware of being in beach shape. You are in beach shape. Well, let me tell you about last Saturday. I've been getting bullied pretty hard from my closest friends. Yeah, me. No. Oh, your other closest friends. About. How small my legs are. Would I make your top eight on MySpace? Um, you got Tom, me, Stokes. Tia Tequila. <laughs> Remember her? Yeah. She's everybody's friend. You got Stokes, me, Tom. No, nah, he probably wouldn't. He didn't use MySpace, I don't think. Stokes? No. He, I mean, he's uh, a Facebooker now, but he wasn't hip to that back in the day. You got... Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'll put you up here. 
Yeah. I put you up there. You know. <laughs> anyway, your legs are too small. Yeah, so I'm getting bullied. My And Abby knows when to, like, turn it on. She yeah, started all this shit. So that's what I've been doing. You know, I'm back on the juice. <laughs> like juice. And so I said that. Like, listen, <laughs> bitches, I'm back on the juice. They're like, well, you better be shooting in your legs. <laughs> Fuck y'all. They sent a, a SpongeBob meme said it was me. Because, you know, SpongeBob's blocky and he got the little legs. I that don't. Is, I don't know. I'll, have to, I'll, I'll look at you next time. It's, it's not. I'll take I mean, in. they're not what they once were, but they're still yeah. by no means disproportionate. Someone told me but, today that my calves aren't the same size. Dude, my calves are huge. My calves are probably just as big as my quads. <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> Mine kind of are too. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm going in, right? I got this training program. I've been pretty consistent with it. Yeah. Three days a week. Um, that's all you need. So I get on the squat bar. So I squat, and then I'm gradually getting up, and then I squatted my body weight, which is weird because my body weight used to be so much higher. And I'm like, yeah, I got this. I can bench my body weight too, which is even not I can't as bench. I can. I'm close. Eh, not. I'm. It's not as impressive. I can anymore. bench what my body weight should be. <laughs> Ninety-eight <laughs> like pounds. Twenty-eight pounds less than what? Twenty pounds less than what I weigh. No, I actually. So, uh, I, I did squat squats. over my over my body weight. I didn't even think about that. Are you is that is that a lot? Over your yeah, body weight? I don't know. Like you do body weight squats or whatever. Yeah, so I, I can do that. So my leg days before I could this, put another me on top of my on top of myself and squat. Could you put Angie in the torture rack? Yeah. And then just squat. Yeah. I doubt it. She'd be ta- she'd be tapping out like I had I was a good at the torture rack when I was a kid. Anyway. We used to do that. That was like one of the moves that we would do. Torture rack. I squatted. I powerbombed a kid one time on the grass. <laughs> I have not been able to walk right since then. Yeah. But I mean, prior to that, I would do like the leg extensions, leg press, calves. But I was like, Did you I not gotta... normally do squats? I've, I've, I was a big squatter when I played football. Like... You know, four fifteen. Yeah, I'd get on that bench. But also, I wasn't it, like going. If I had, thank God, there's no video. My form probably wasn't as good, so I've been trying to be strict to my form, which is break the plane, ass all the way down. Yeah, and it, bro, I'm telling you, it's hard to get back up, huh? No, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard to get back up the next day. <laughs> yeah, I hit two twenty five on my squat this week. But I feel it too. Yeah. So, I didn't know if that was a lot. I, I started basically from like barely being able to do the bar. That's what I started with was 225. That was my first. I did 12 reps of 225. Yeah. And 275. But you're also. I'm also. A beast. A, I'm a physical specimen, David. Yeah. You know? But I weigh like. I weigh one seven, like 175-ish. I weigh. Depends on how much. I, I, I only weigh. Day. A hundred pounds more than you now. I know. For now. So yeah, on. but I, I thought that was pretty good that's doing good. over yeah. over my body weight. Dude, listen, props to anybody that's out there moving their bodies. Like yeah. it's not. I never want to go, but I've never regretted going. Does that make sense? Yeah, I go in the morning. It's nice. Sometimes I go in the morning. I don't know. It's awesome to go in the morning. You know what? What I've been wanting to do in the morning? 
Start with a little drink bourbon. A little drink of bourbon. Like we got Harry, so much news for you Harry guys, Truman. but I'm going. I'm throwing. I'm giving a throwback. This this bottle actually has dust on it. Um, you got to you got to uh, dust off all your bottles. This was put into oak bottles. This was one of the I think one of the first ten that I did on the show. So this Which is. One? Hold on, I'll look it up. Evan Williams Kentucky Straight Single Barrel Bourbon. The bottle says it was put in oak in 2012. This is vintage. Oh, barreled on 8 8 of 12. Bottled on 8 19 of 20. So I've had the, I mean. That was right after Gary. Tom Brandon. Oh, God. (laughs) Um, Link in the show notes for our new uh, Audible trial. If you're so inclined, if you want to be a nerd and listen to books like David. True Grit, or not, what the hell am I saying? True Grit. Think Again. Mm. That's the book I'm reading. Think Again by Adam Grant. Are you you watching True Grit? No, I read that book, though. It's not what I expected. The book is, like, not the same as the movie. It's, like, one of those, like, very loosely based. Anyway, Think Again by Adam Grant. It's it's good. I I listened, like, half, it's seven hours. I listened to, like, half of it today. Just started listening to it. While you're working, yeah, dude. Let me tell you this. So this very platform, and no, no, none of these people ever hear this. So, but I'm doing. I'm like moderating this meeting right in front of like 200 and some people. So I'm the moderator, and there's like four participants. And I'm like, hey, we all need to get together before we go do it. Would you know, let's do a rough draft, brainstorm. Like, I want everybody to look good. You know, you're going to be in front of a lot of eyeballs. It's your time to shine. Give them a little pep talks through email. Yeah. Do you know how hard it is to get four other people together at a common time? Now, granted, some are West Coast, some are East Coast. So, like, the time's all different, but. Yeah. Just like, doing just like a getting, Zoom? Getting four. Yeah. I'm going to use StreamYard. Oh. Uh, it's, yeah, it, it's, it's like her, it's like herding cats, bro. It's so I'm like, we're all adults here. I know everybody's busy, but yeah. Oh, Let's get together. 86 proof. Mm. Kentucky Derby's next weekend. You want to do some mint juleps next week? Mm, maybe I'll I saw some run pre- a marathon, run a marathon uh, next week. You're on the Derby marathon. No <laughs> flying pig. Yeah. To flying me, dude. I love <laughs> bourbon. I love bourbon, and that's why I even fucking talk to you every week, just so I can come yeah, in and drink. drink. <laughs> in your little basement, you still haven't even ironed your background. It's dude. This ain't been touched since I put up there. Can you see yeah. my uh, my lights? Your lights, Christmas lights. Yeah, happy to do that. Let's get drunk tonight. All right. Now I gotta get up and run tomorrow. Dude, so good. So good. 86 is the sweet spot, right? Yeah. Couple of these. Weird that it's a single barrel, but it's 86 proof. I know. They really watered that bad boy down. Uh, Did I tell you old Forrester hit me up today? Who? Old Forrester. No, what'd they say? They say, hey, Gary. we know you're rich. 
And I was like, eh, you know, I'm not David McKinney rich, but whatever. <laughs> um, let me see if I can find it here. But they uh, have this package there. I mean, obviously it's something they want you to buy. But it's a uh, limited edition silver mint julep cups. And they have a 60 proof mint julep, uh, I guess, Ooh. pre-made mix. 60 proof? Yeah, it's 60 proof. Okay. I so, saw some. I thought I saw some mint julep stuff last time I was. So for ninety bucks, you get uh, the old Forster mint julep limited edition two silver cups, and this is. Hold on, let me share it with you. I don't know if that's worth it. Like, I, I mean, when I think of. Um, The Derby, I don't think of Old Forester. You know, it's obviously a brown foreman. Yeah. Woodford is normally the yeah. big sponsor. So, I don't know. It's like an interesting bottle. I wonder how much just the bottle is. I don't know. 60 proof mint julep. I, you remember I made a mint julep. Yeah. I'm not a big mint julep person. I'm not, I'm not a big mint person. Um, I like peppermint gum. Do you like peppermint patties? Do you like yeah. thin mints? I like like York peppermint patties, thin mints. Okay. I like those, but just mint, like fresh mint. Oh, I like the not unfresh stuff. Yeah, we were. I just had this discussion about peeps. Are you a peep guy? Uh, in the right, uh, in the right. Set. Hold on. I would please. That's third. Explain. That's like a thirty dollar, thirty dollars for that mint julep. Tell me what the right <laughs> setting for a peep is. Does it have to be Easter? Easter. Does it have to be Easter? You know they got hot tamale peeps now, yeah, right? I saw that. Dude, they're so good. But here's I'm a, life hack from Gary for you. Let me have take another sip. This super like Evan you Evan Williams hits, dude. It slaps. Mm-hmm. It's legit. I forgot. What's the like? So much bourbon, bro. I I went to look at bourbon today, and I was like, they had some uh, WH tar or whatever it was. WM tar. Yeah, I ain't buying that shit. <laughs> you know, like I ain't paying fucking ninety dollars for this. Well, I told you what bottle I'm getting, right? No, you told me what bottle Angie's getting. Well, yeah, Angie, but she might. She did you run my? Did you run my offer bar? No. Forty dollars retail, right? Yeah, forty-one dollars. I'll give her. I'll give her fifty and an hour Skype call with me. She <laughs> can be the host next week. Yeah, she she'll host with uh with you. How uncomfortable you do you think that. I can make her? I'll vary. Does she, she? But does she back down or would she fire off? Uh, Abby's Abby fire would off. fire back. Abby was yeah. Abby's a she's fucking. Since so she's already started. I mean, if she's had a couple glasses of wine or not does she like bourbon no she likes beer that's fine she's a buckeye <laughs> she's i, I, I had give her so pass, right like the, it's okay the, yeah anyway the bottle that angie won the right to buy is elmer t lee so i'll have mm-hmm. that on uh on the show at some point um 
but we the beer. Were, so I we already had Elmer Tilly, right? Yeah, we had it uh, during our uh, blind taste test from Uncle Mike. I don't remember. I can't remember. It's not as memorable. It's not one of those. It was still trying to get that Rock yeah. House Farms, bro. Yeah, my favorite one. I think it was my favorite one. The Rock House, yeah, or Rock. Yeah, I no Rock. Know. I don't know something Rock, rock Hill. Farms. The smell. <laughs> it's the Rock's uh, bourbon. He's got to have a bourbon coming out. Everyone's had so big, big to do. Didn't put it on the thing, but I'm sitting there and I get a press release. I don't know why they fucking send me press releases. I think like I'm typing an article or reposting them and shit. I don't even put them on our Facebook page. Maybe we should. Maybe this rock. is the year we get our shit together, David. Yeah. Year three is the year of growth. Anyway, it's Bardstown Bourbon, right? Okay. And who's in, who's in Bardstown, Kentucky? Making a bourbon. Guy Fieri. Our old boy, Dustin Poirier. Wow. Nice. I'm, I guess he's got some brand. I'm like. Is it a hot sauce bourbon? That, at first I was like, what the fuck? He's in the hot sauce. Like he doesn't really know. How, he, he needs a better money manager. Yeah. And this is big news. Surprise has, hasn't done like a, a beer or bourbon or whatever, or some sort of. Something like that is Burt Kreischer. He's a consumer. I listened to Burt on the um, on the uh, Logan Paul's podcast. It was actually yeah. pretty funny. He was on um, Mike Verbiglia's podcast too. Uh, working it out. That's I like Mike. I know. You like those clean, you, you, uh, you yeah. and Mike Berbiglia, Nate Bargatze, probably yeah. like old fucking Jim Gaffigan. <laughs> He's funny. I, just, I knew it. I knew it, dude. Andy I Griffith. Was... <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, <laughs> I just like, like the, I don't know, the, those guys r- really like the, like, I don't know, they, they have the same type of comedy as me. I, I like to be uncomfortable. To be I like to be uncomfortable. Give me those edgy, I mean, edgy word is filled. Like, I don't know. That's, I feel like that's that's easy sometimes. It's hard to be funny and be a clean cut guy. No, like you can make me laugh with stupid shit. Like, like John Mulaney has a new special out that I'm. John Mulaney is a drug about. addict, and he I is, don't care. He's a very clean cut drug addict, though. <laughs> yeah, he's the voice. Let me tell you a movie that that spoke to my fucking heart. Okay. I'm getting vulnerable here, so everybody <laughs> gather around. I took Harlan to the theater. Yeah, as you will, Blair Witch Harlan, Project. Harlan, <laughs> Harlan is autistic and severely ADHD. So, like things like going to the movies is not a not yeah. a easy task. But you give him enough stimulus there, like you can popcorn pop. You make sure there's room for him to move. Cool. So a few months back, we when it was in theaters, we took him to see uh, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. Oh, yeah. And we got about 20 minutes in. He was running around. He didn't give a fuck. But we went to matinee. It was like five bucks. Whatever. It's on Peacock now. So I turned it on the other night. And I, I finish it. And I'm like, holy shit. Spoiler alert. If you've not seen Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, <laughs> let me tell you how it ends. Don't tell me. I might watch it. I actually well, heard it's, it's good. It is good, dude. I'm at I'm at the end. I'm cheering. Yeah. Because spoiler alert, I'll give you three seconds to turn this off if you don't want to hear what happens at the end. <laughs> they go to far, far away. 
So yeah. what's that leading into? What's that giving me hope for? Shrek five. Yeah. Or four. They already talked about it. Yeah. So they and but, and I forget who said it, but one of the people said they were they're they're not going to do it unless the original cast uh, can get back. And together. Cameron Diaz hasn't even been doing anything, right? And it's a lot of people who I mean the most active person of that group is Eddie Murphy. <laughs> yeah. He's he's not doing anything really. You got Mike Myers, Antonio Banderas. The last movie I saw Mike Myers in was uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. I'm not gonna lie, I forgot he was in that. Mm-hmm. You know why he's in it? Because he's uh he was in Queen. <laughs> he was in the band. Because of Wayne's World, bitch. Yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody in Wayne's World like took it off to another level. Yeah. Um, speaking of taking off to another level, I'm drinking it? a high ABV beer uh, tonight, Gary. I know you've been, you've already been. I had to start a little bit early. Um, Listen, I apologize. I was late tonight, but we, we had to get it in because David's got shit to do. I'm going to prom this weekend. Fun fact, I left David's wedding. Yeah, four years uh, ago. Today. Spent the night, the night before, did rehearsals, went to a nice little pizza spot. What was no, we didn't get to a pizza spot. Yes, we did. Went to a brewery and we got pizza. I thought we ordered pizza in from a pizza spot. Marion's. Yeah. We went to Eudora Brewing. Shout out Eudora. I don't remember. You don't Um, remember being in a... (laughs) Anyway, yeah, we were at Eudora. We go to the hotel. I remember Aaron Garrett had to leave the hotel because he needed an energy drink. Loser. Wake up. I can't sleep. I need an energy drink. (laughs) I remember we woke up. We went. Juan and Aaron sleep in the same room. Yes. Can we share a room? Okay. Yeah, we did. Fun fact, Aaron slept in the floor. We <laughs> got up. I remember you and I, we went to the uh, air museum yeah, on the, the day of your air wedding. Museum. We were going to yeah. golf, but it was raining. Nobody told me about golf or I wouldn't came. Um, <laughs> but we went to, like, I got an Air Force One. Dude, like, core awesome. memories, right? Like, that yeah. was cool. We, David and I go do this all day thing like we're there for hours come back aaron's still sleeping <laughs> <laughs> i mean it was like it's like fucking two or three o'clock two, two o'clock i was gonna say <laughs> like we're on in there the getting floor. our tuxes and shit on and aaron's just fucking passed out on the floor <laughs> like gosh damn he just had so to i go it. go to the wedding beautiful wedding um still tear up still my 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 favorite wedding I've ever been to is my own. Like, yeah, my you second. were you were young. Yeah, you you're up there. Stokes's wedding, dude. I got so trapped. Like, I I need to do wedding sober. But all everybody I know is already married, so I guess it's gonna be people's kids now that I'll be going to their wet their weddings. Anyway, I leave David's uh, reception. I stayed a few hours. It's like seven eight o'clock at night. Drive home, sleep for an hour get up and go do prom with Abby. Like after prom. After prom. Right. Yeah. And I say that because prom is this weekend. I'll be doing the same thing. Except my plan is I got to, instead of a wedding, beautiful occasion, I'm going to a fucking track meet. Let me tell you, David, <laughs> I know you ain't got kids. I don't know if you'll ever have kids. You might be shooting blanks. Who's to say? <laughs> Fuck these kids. Well. I don't want to go to a track I mean, meet. I feel like you are not a, you're not convincing me to have children. I, I would love to convince you not to have children. 
<laughs> I would we, love to convince yeah. you to, to take my children. Yeah, we can co-parent. <laughs> I'm down for that, dude. I told you, me. So, well, I don't know if I told this story on the show yet or not, but my friend group, we all were like, hey, let's just all have like one. We got uh, one kid couples, passed around. Three couples and one guy single. Like, have, let's have one kid. And then, yeah, like we can just share. That's all we need. Anyway, tonight, Gary, I'm drinking a beer that was brought to me by my friendless, my ch- my childless friends who also go on beercations like me, Diana and Sam. Shout out to them. Diana, uh, I know her. Yeah. Her podcast, Keep Moving She has forward. a podcast, yep. You yeah, were a producer on it, did a tremendous job. Exactly. Can't produce producer. this motherfucker for nothing, but go ahead. <laughs> but she went to St. Louis and brought me back a fantastic beer from... Uh, one of my favorite breweries there, Perennial Artisan Ales, and also a collab with Second Shift Brewing. It's called Intentionally Indulgent. This is an imperial stout with chocolate, coffee, and vanilla, Gary. It's 11.5%, and I've been Ooh, sipping on it a little you bit. Have, oh, I've heard you. As it, as it warms up, it definitely gets gets better. And it's like, it's that big beer that's, Angie said it was boozy, but I don't think it's that boozy. Why? But definitely smells. Oh, boozy! I was boozy. thinking boozy. Yeah. Boozy. 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 Um, smells very sweet, but very like I love a, a big sweet beer that has the coffee in it because that bitterness balances it out. And this one has the perfect amount of of bitterness. That's so what like, I'm into. It's not like overly sweet. It tastes like coffee. Chocolate and vanilla, which is exactly what it says it's supposed to taste like, and that's that's fantastic. And it's eleven half percent. I still, yeah. I still fucking question the chocolate shit. We need to go back Let's and see, see Pat. Chocolate, like, it's just like bitter. Yeah, well, yeah. Let's go back and see Pat. We'll if go back I'm when they're having back. one of the drag shows there. <laughs> so our, so our <laughs> I'm, I'm not anti-drag. Back. I'm all for drag. Yeah. I would like to see you and Drake. You know, people talk <laughs> non-political rant here. All right. I'm a couple I'm a couple pours in here, but yeah. <laughs> when I was in sixth grade at our field day in school, we had a drag show basically where the guys dressed up as girls and judged us yeah. and you know, and I was fucking Chiquita. Chiquita. Like the Chiquita banana girl. Nice. Did you win? Did you have a beard? I did not have a beard. I was a little chubbier. This is before I hit my growth spurt. Uh, but I just remember, I, I mean, even I've got pictures <laughs> of um, like my senior prom where we had a drag show, basically. At my your boy prom. Rob, shout out Rob, my, my, probably my longest friend Um, in this tight fucking sequin dress with like he's a ginger and he's got this blotchy red makeup it was fucking crazy dude <laughs> and and these motherfuckers won't be mad about some people out there shaking ass and nah, don't even get me started do what you want to do it doesn't here's here you, you like roy wood jr he's uh yeah he's on like the, him. he's hilarious he's he said all right so you don't want to call jack jill but every celebrity that you've ever looked up to goes by a different name yeah we talked about this last week yeah, fucking Terry. I had two from Tampa. people, two people comment on that. They said that was their favorite part of the show last week. I'm I'm getting a little tipsy, so I don't 
All right. This is Gary Unplugged. It's not you <laughs> No, no. Listen. So we do have some stories, Gary. There. So you're we got drinking. a lot, dude. I don't know. We're we're over halfway through, and we ain't even done one of these stories. Yet. Well, so you're drinking. We'll we'll do the bourbon story first. So uh, every I don't know year or so, they say how much bourbon is going to be worth. So by 2031, Gary. What's it say? Evan Williams is worth right now. <laughs> says by 2031, the bourbon industry could be worth 12.8 billion dollars. I feel like it's already it's worth it. to grow five percent according to new, to new research. When you think about, bro, I told you I was on this. Fa- I'm on this Facebook group of what's Buffalo Trace selling today. Yeah, that's the name of the group. When I tell you on any given day, somebody will post a picture of. 200 people maybe just waiting in line. just waiting in line and but then there's some days i feel like it's disney world you know like you never know what you're going to get but there's some days there's like it's walk up yeah. and i feel like those days are the blanton's days really Which people are ever blanton's I, I, you know they sell it, all that stuff's on rotation eagle rare weller blanton's eh taylor it's on a loop yeah and I just, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know. I'm not, I I would never, somebody said, hey, I get this bottle of Blanton's or this bottle of Larceny. Which one would you pick? Those I'd are, be like, they're very different though. <laughs> they're both weeded bourbons, right? Well, you got a single barrel. Yeah, but I, but it's not, Blanton's is not that amazing. Granted. It has a cool bottle. It has a cool bottle. When I was in New Hampshire, I bought it retail and drank two bottles. Yeah. That's a true story. Go back to episode 35 and listen about that when I was in New Hampshire. <laughs> okay. I don't know if that's the episode, but. Sounds about right. Start at 35. Yeah. Yeah, start at 35 and just go from there. Just Download there. all of them. But it's, um, I've been doing this at work a lot. People have been asking me, like, what bourbon do you want to drink and this and that. My go-to, like, cheap bourbon, if you, a starter bourbon, I'm going Old Forester 86, 24, yeah. five, 25 bucks. Uh, you want to bump it up a little bit, I'd go with Woodford, double oaked, $50 retail. But I think yeah. I like the Jim Beam double oaked better. I don't know. Who am I, I think, uh Why am I interrupting your news stories? Just talk. <laughs> I was going to say, I, was, I think my – I love Larceny, but I think the one – that I go to most now is Maker's Mark. I'm nostalgic on that Maker's Mark, and you know that. When we started this podcast, yeah. Maker's Mark was my favorite bourbon. I just go, I feel like I go to it more. When, If we're saying what bourbon have you drank the most off air, on your own, bought the bottles, soaked them, I've probably went through, in the duration of this podcast, five bottles of Larceny personally like that's like my stuff yeah uh and i just bought a new bottle i just have it like i've always i if you go to my house i've always got larceny now i've got a bunch of bunch of stuff that if you want to try it's here <laughs> that i'll All like right. like i said i just dusted the i just knocked the dust off his evan williams single barrel which to be honest is a is a great problem to have yeah like the and zombie even the apocalypse hits, I'm breaking myself like into fucking a seat. 20, <laughs> 25 bucks, right? Like it's it's not. 
Larceny? Yeah. No, the Evan Williams single barrel. It's like yeah, a $20, it's cheap. $25 bottle. Yeah. You want to get regular, regular Evan Williams? It's, it's like 10 bucks, bro, in a, get in a plastic um, bottle. No, I, I, so I did want to say this, Gary. So the, the fastest growing segment of bourbon is expected to be the 56% ABV and above, so over 102 proof. Mm. Is expected to grow 10.3%. I can see that. Uh, and barrel finish is expected to finish 6.1% growth. Um, yeah. But yeah, so in know. 2021, the industry was about $7.8 billion. In 2031, $12.8 billion. So close Almost to double. doubling. Almost double. Yeah. Um, does that factor in like tourism? The local economy? I, don't, I don't think it was any of that. I think it was just bourbon. Just the juice. Just bourbon. Okay. Global bourbon category. Global bourbon. Kentucky yeah. bourbon, twelve point two million out of all that. Yeah. Billion. So they said uh, they did it by type, which is weeded, barrel finish, barrel select, and others. By ABV and by distribution ch- channel. On hey, do you remember out. how bad that Water Reserve weeded whiskey was? I didn't try it, but you you didn't see. Mm, I mean, <laughs> pretty bad. So um, the other big story, Gary. We I feel like we talk about this pretty much every year that it comes out. Is the top fifty craft breweries by volume in the U.S. Okay, we got switch year, up. every year. There's like a. Uh, and I feel like you changed this. <laughs> I didn't change it. Um, but every year, the um, there's like Won't one change. one brewery that you see like crazy growth. Yes. And this year. And Hunter Bush. Yeah. No, craft breweries. But oh, this sorry, year, my bad. Um, the one that, and it's not really surprising just based on kind of the way things are going and how much they've been growing in general, but athletic brewing jumped 14 spots. The in NA. One year. NA Are they all NA? 27th to 13th. Yes, all NA. Shout out to fucking piss water drinking motherfuckers. <laughs> so, yeah, they. I mean. 14 spot, which I, I mean, I feel like it, it is beer, but I'm like, there, that comes with an asterisk, right? Like. Right. How do you call it beer? It's totally, and it's totally different. Um, it's like, it's like if, play by if different McDonald's rules. had a salad category. Yeah. But they also, I mean, they play by different rules. They can ship direct to consumer since it's non-alcoholic. They don't, you don't have to pay tax on it since it's non-alcoholic. Um, so while it is technically called beer, non-alcoholic beer, it's, it's, I would say that's kind of a different, like that, that's slightly different, but still to see their growth is pretty impressive. And in my neck of the woods, Gary, Rheingeist. Shout out Ryan guys. Jumped Love up him. five spots in a year from 28th to 23rd biggest. Um, the whole top five is the same as last year. You've got Yingling is number one, Boston Beer Co., which is Sam Adams and Dogfish Head. Number two. Uh, How do you Nevada. take down those juggernauts? Sierra Nevada, number three. I mean, combine. It, I mean, is Merge. there somebody that <laughs> I was just going to say, is, is there somebody um, because like the ones that are, are big, I don't know that they're going to, 
I don't know that they have that they're going to get much bigger. So then, but when you get four that is big, Google, are you are you just Boulevard and uh, Omegong? Boulevard and number five Omegon. is uh, Gambrinus, which is Shiner out of Texas. Shiner. Um, so if you look at it, Gary, so the new um, jumping into the top, I think they were ninth is Tilray Beer Brands. Or have you had that? Which is a conglomerate of um, three different. It's a Sweetwater and a couple other ones. I forget, but they're so like they're ninth. And the only way that you're going to take down one of the big, you know, one of the top three or four is, I think if if you see some of these brands merge, and I think we might start to see that in the next few years. Like we've already started to see. So Maui Brewing bought. Uh, uh, what's the one they bought? Um, uh, <laughs> it's slipping my head. But Maui Brewing bought bought a big one, and now they're in like the top thirty. Um, we see, uh, and Bell's is no longer on the list of independent craft beer because they were purchased by Lion slash Kieran. Um, the small and independent. Brewers produced 24.3 million barrels of beer last year. That's the same as 2021. Um, we saw the craft beer percent share of the total beer market grew from 13.1 to 13.2%. But the overall beer market shrank by 3% in volume last year. And we still saw 549 new breweries and 319 closings. Damn, bro. So a net of 100 and, 130 <laughs> new breweries. 230, sorry. Um, but when, like, I'm I'm looking over this. When it says the overall craft beer market grew like a tenth of a percentage point, is that the share? Right? Yeah, the share. Yeah, which or, is on or as par we in the, as we say in the industry, Gary. Uh, Ten uh, basis points. What industry are you talking about, bro? Tiny house like brewery. Tiny yeah, House yeah. Brewing breaks the top twenty. Yeah. yeah, ten basis points. I don't know. A tenth of a percent of the share. Let me let me say this out loud. I want to try more beers. I may do a beer next week. Do so. You like bourbon? Do the do find some bourbon barrel aged beers. But I don't like bourbon. I don't like that. <laughs> I, it's not that I don't. Which is it's, funny that yeah. I would have yeah. It's I don't know that they they marry well. You know. Drink some sours. You like sours? I do like sours. And dark beers. Like you would like this one. It's nice. Yeah. Sweet. I would like to call out the manufacturer on the tasting like chocolate, but. Well, this is add, the added chocolate to it. Hershey syrup? Yeah. <laughs> I might have, I might try to find the Hershey's uh, yingling combo, see what that tastes like. Yeah. Uh, I'm, on my, I'm on my third pour here, bro, and it's quiz time, Gary. Okay. Where, what state is Furman University in? Mark Furman from LAPD. No. Furman University. <sighs> New Jersey. No. New Hampshire. <laughs> I just wanted them. South Carolina. And the reason. Really? It, yeah, the reason why I ask you that is because Furman University launched their own unique bourbon whiskey, Gary, 
Fermi University fans and friends have a new way to show the spirit for the university. Launch its new private label straight bourbon whiskey. Launched uh, at a party, whatever. Uh, and the the name of the bourbon, Gary, the reason why I want to talk about this story is because it mm-hmm. is called F.U. All the Time. <laughs> uh, I co-sign that. Furman, the nickname of Furman is the Paladins. I think it's a they bird. Must, were they off the, the Paladins a bird? I thought Paladin. Right? That's Furman, a... Paladins. Paladins. Yeah, and their colors are like purple. What is a Paladin? Paladin is any of 12 peers of Charlemagne's court. Oh, I thought it was a bird. I know, like in World of Warcraft, it's like a wizard type thing. Oh. Warrior. Nice. What makes someone a paladin? I don't know. A knightly or heroic champion. Okay. I thought it was a bird. Nice. That's awesome. You're thinking of a pelican. (laughs) Pelican. Anyway. Who's the pelicans? West Coast teams of pelicans? San Jose State? No. San Francisco. There's New Orleans pelicans. San Francisco is the Dons. Mm. There's New Orleans Pelicans basketball team. The Pelican is Tulane. Let's see New Orleans Pelicans. Tulane is a green wave. I don't think there's a Pelicans. That's what I typed in and it said Tulane University. Nope, they're the green wave. It says that, but located in New Orleans, officially represented by a pelican mascot named Riptide. They have used both the pelicans and the actual wave picture to represent the team since the 1920s. Okay. History lesson. Uh, um, yeah. Anyway, shout so, out to Furman University. If anyone from the university wants to come on and talk about your bourbon or send us a bottle, we will drink it on the show. You got any eligibility left? Can you go to Furman? Yeah. Whatever sport you want. I I'm not talking about swimming. You could be a woman swimmer. Yeah, synchronized swimming. Top 50. Synchro- ah, I can't hold my breath that long. <laughs> um, on to the MMA portion of the show. I know you guys like that. Story time. All right. Back in 2012 through 2000. Uh, maybe 2013 through 2016, I got really well acquainted with a dude named Ryan Bevins. He was the PR manager for, at the time, Resurrection Fighting Alliance. Yeah, RFA. Mm-hmm. Good organization. I actually went to a show. I went to the RFA versus LFA in Mississippi, right? Mississippi. Tunica? Was it in Tunica? In Tunica at the casino. Turns out they merged. They're now the LFA. They merged with Legacy FC. Out of Texas. At the time, they weren't really East Coast. They were, you know, Mississippi was was the farthest. And that's really well, Memphis. That's just yeah. outside of Memphis. But Well, LFA, they, when they started, when they merged, they started doing most of their shows at casinos. Yes. So, Legacy was a Texas-based brand. Yeah. Mick uh, Maynard was their, their dude. Now he works at the UFC. Yep. Um. The dude for RFA was Ed Sor- Sorez, 
yeah. who I got to talk to in person many times. Interviewed. He still is the head of, yeah. of LFA, right? Good dude. Was like the manager of Anderson Silva. Was very prominent back in the day. Now, not so much, maybe. I don't know. Leota Machida. Mm-hmm. Black House Jim. I begged him arbitrarily, hey, come to Kentucky. Knowing we couldn't fucking feel a card. <laughs> L- you mean sure. LFA or like just RFA? RFA back in the oh, day. Oh, yeah. Like Ryan lived in uh, Vegas. And when I tell you, we used to just text to be bullshitting. Like I was close with the dude. Yeah. And when I stopped MMA, that he dropped me like a fucking hot potato. <laughs> and I think find out who your friends are, don't you? That you do, yeah. So, like we've become better friends since after that. Yeah, they're coming to Kentucky. Yeah, to the big city, David. Yep. Of Owensboro. Yeah. Let me tell you something. I've been to shows in Owensboro, Evansville, Henderson, and nobody asked me. But I'm gonna give you my opinion. They don't draw, motherfucker. They don't. They don't pull fucking two hundred people. Yeah. So unless you want to give away, I don't even know what venues in fucking Owensboro. I don't know. It said, hold on, let me see. I'll look it up. Fucking Davies County High School. (laughs) Owensville Memorial Coliseum. Oh yeah. Listen, let me tell you. I don't know. (laughs) The home of who? Owensboro Sports Center. Yeah. I don't know. Let's see. Let's look that up. It's, I mean, it, I'm telling you. I think I saw tickets 30, 40 bucks, whatever. You ain't, you ain't drawn. What's the you basketball want, arena? 5,000 seat. Yeah, probably. It, 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 if it draws. The Kentucky Wesleyan College and Owensboro Catholic High School. Oh, Owensboro Catholic. You know what else is up there? Apollo. My old defensive coordinator. Five thousand seats. You think they'll do five thousand seats? Five thousand tickets. If they do five hundred, I would show my butthole on this podcast. <laughs> All right. Paid. Paid. I'm. I'm saying paid. You can. You can. You can paper that thing. And get a bunch of people in there. But yeah. also, what are they? Are they on Access TV still? No UFC Fight Pass. Yeah. I'm. Nobody's watching this shit. UFC don't even have no shit on UFC Fight Pass. <laughs> They're like, yeah, we, no one watches this. We don't. We're, they don't even put prelims on there anymore, do they? No. Remember I'm prelims so used to be on Facebook? Yeah, I remember the first uh, event. It was like UFC 103. I remember put, UFC oh, I used to send us Gilbert the HTML code to fucking stream it on our own website. Yeah. That's that's how far, like, like that's we would, And those would be some of our biggest. Yeah, people <laughs> watching UFC. Uh, events. We need to make like, hey, uh, Let's make a new website, David. Yeah. We'll call Beers, it Beard no, Gat, no, 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 Beard no, 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 Grass. No. We're going to call it Tap Out MMA. <laughs> we got to, if we do it, we have, we have to think of like the most, like, I don't know, generic name. Like Tap Out MMA would be a good one, but, but we would probably get sued for that. Um, like I like tap or snap. Remember that? Jesus didn't tap. What else do we do? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Jesus didn't tap, baby. He didn't tap. Proud sponsor of I mean, uh, literally could he could not have tapped. Like how could he have have tapped? I don't know. When he was on the his, cross? His, his hands, hands were literally nailed down. Verbal submission. 
<laughs> We're going hey, to hell. You, so, um, you know, I enter, I, I do, I'm a mid, Midwest regional editor for Tapology, which means I enter in all the fights. And some of the little like tidbits that come out of it are, are hilarious. So there was an event in Indiana this, this past weekend, Gary. Yeah. Anthony Pettis FC. He's running his own event. You got to be a bold motherfucker, put your, like your name on it. Well, he wanted to do Showtime FC, but then Showtime literally the... was like, uh, yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> so Anthony Pettis FC, they're like, well, yeah, you can do your name. But he, so there was a fight, Gary, and it was, um, I never entered in the, some a fighter got disqualified Who? for timidity. He must True have been story. not wanting to fight. <laughs> I would love to <laughs> if I could call Todd Neal right you now. Timidity. I'm in uh, Jenkins High School, which is in like a pit. We're in the mountains of Kentucky. We're in a pit. This is when I first met Butch Hiles. Shout out Butch Hiles, good dude. He's still doing. He's. I don't think he does shows anymore, but he just does jujitsu stuff. Yeah. Butch's dude is in the cage waiting on his opponent. His opponent comes up and like basically says he can't go in. Todd Neal suspends him until he gets like the, his official suspension was suspended until divorced because his wife didn't want him to fight. She's crying, <laughs> fucking begging him not to go in. Dude, I'm sitting there like, what the fuck, bro? This is crazy. Todd suspends him until he gets divorced. And then three weeks later, dude's fighting. <laughs> He's fighting. He's fighting in Virginia because they didn't check. Suspension until divorce. Um oh, ask <laughs> I would love to call Todd right now. Talk. I talked to Todd yesterday. Like yeah. he's one of those dudes. He's good people. He's like my we are living parallel lives. Yeah. For real. Like his dad dies, my dad dies five years later. It's like we're in we're in this weird infinity time loop. Um I don't What's know. he do now? What's his job? He works for like a urology clinic. Yeah. So. Is he like the. No, he's executive. No, he like no goes in and. No. And that's what we talk about. Like when we left the MMA scene, ain't ain't nobody calling us. And no more old friends that you see every weekend that you thought you was tight with. Ain't nobody fucking hitting you up no more. Yeah. I'm not mad at them. They're doing their own thing. Whatever. I'm not in that scene. Right. But I pulled up my rankings from what before this was before I joined Bluegrass MMA, Gary. Yeah. In 2014. And said, here's my Ohio MMA rankings. Mm-hmm. Uh, from 2014. These weren't even these were my rankings. Just your sub, just my subjective rankings. But the thing. So two things stood out to me. When I uh, number one was that there was enough fighters to actually fill up ten spots on the amateur rankings. Yeah. Number two, that um, like how many fights each guy had. Like, there's no no fighters that have this many fights now. Like flyweight, Cody Gableman was twelve and one. Yep. He was my number one ranked guy. No one has thirteen amateur fights anymore in Ohio. What, is there a rule now? Like, do you have to get to? Uh, it's five. 
it was nine. Now it's back to five. Um, okay. Jeff Mack. Darrell Hodge, now, who now has like 14 pro fights. He was my number one ranked featherweight. Nick Brown, who is in Bellator. AJ Dobson, who's in the UFC. See, I'm mm-hmm. I was a good I was a good at ranking. Yeah. Listen, I got a good AJ Dobson story. Yeah. I don't know that I, can, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know that it's appropriate now, but it... uh Dan Stevenson, Jesse Murray, Never Aaron Bush. Aaron Bush. Murray. I do remember I interviewed Aaron Bush. Aaron Fresh Cush Bush. Yeah. Well solid. And then just kind of went off the rails. Yeah, right? like, accuse somebody of not accuse somebody of not paying him and shit. Uh, that was a different guy. <laughs> that was Matt Anderson. Matt Anderson, you're right. Did they yeah. fight? I don't think so. Ah, fuck, I don't know. I'm drunk. Jeff Hughes, who made it to the UFC. Jeff Hughes. Shout out, Jeff. Travis Davis, now a promoter. Shout out, Travis. Sexy there was even beast. five super heavyweights to, to rank. Who's number one? Nick Brashear, who's a pro wrestler now. Tyson Miller. Dave Morgan, Felix Kathleen, and Ed Faison. Felix, true story, interviewed him. One of the best interviews. Yeah, you know Felix Kathleen. Yep, he was Same a. Um, Felix was a. I think he was a wrestling coach. Yeah, at, at high West School. High School. Yep, in Columbus. I trained Good with him dude. at uh, Buckeye MMA. Good dude, man. I enjoy talking to him. I enjoy, not the bullshit MMA stuff that you talk to people about, like oh, how. So David, how's your training camp going? How's your yeah. weight cut been? Like. I don't like, talk hey, about that. like, so you, you're at a high school. What's that like? Like, you know, you, uh, what's it like dealing with the kids? You know, what, you know, how you find time to do this? That's what always interests me is when you're interviewing amateur and even low level pros, where do you find, where does this fit into your life? You got to have a job. Most of them had families. Yep. Like, I remember talking to Mark Cherico one time. And he said the police came to his house because they thought he was selling drugs, as many tickets as he was selling out of his house. You know what I mean? That's true. That's yeah, fucking that a... great. That's a great story. Yeah, he he would like, I mean, hawk more tickets. He probably, I'm trying to think of a fighter that I know sold more tickets than Cherico. Like, Cherico was from Pittsburgh, and he would fight in Ohio and sell more tickets than than the fight than any of the Ohio fighters. That's like wild, Stipe Miosic, Miosic, what, how do you say his name? Steve. Mm-hmm. <laughs> UFC heavyweight champion of the world. Mark Cherico sold probably 10 times more tickets than him. Wow. Yeah. Good old days, Gary. Good old days. Listen, if you found any value, if you even smile during this podcast, F-U I want you all the time. If you all the time, <laughs> shout out Fordham. Furman. Furman. Same also, thing. shout out for Fordham. <laughs> shout out Fordham. <laughs> <laughs> Take Abby's a minute. Mad at you. <laughs> I want you to. Well, who's going to be mad? Your wife. She ain't going to. She'll be mad okay, when I come you were upstairs ready in a minute. For prom. I'm also hungry. No, the, she's all stressed out. She'll be all right. Take, she needs to take a chill pill. She needs to take some of this. Hold on. One more pour, David. All right. Here we go. I got I to gotta finish my beer, too. Did I tell you I love bourbon? Mm-hmm. Look at this. Look what's left in this bottle. That's from two shows worth. Basically. I think I made some <laughs> drinks with it before. I don't know. That was like 
Hold on, hold that up again. My drink? Yeah. The bottle. No, your drink. Oh, okay, I thought it was like half full. No. That's like that's like six ounces of bourbon. Return of the Mac. Um if you happen to care yep. about our well being and our self esteem, hit that share button on whatever platform you want, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, BuzzFeed, whatever. We're gonna put out, the, gonna put out a TikTok this week. Okay. Just have something funny from the show. Yeah. And say these guys are hilarious or yep. these guys are stupid. Whatever. Whatever you want to do. I don't care. Hilariously stupid. That's hilariously stupid. The big one got drunk and <laughs> going to have to go deal with the repercussions him. here in a minute. But that's fine, too. Um, Yeah, because that's that. Podcasts live and die by word of mouth. Like, yep. sit, for instance, this week at the office... Talking about different podcasts. My favorite comedian is Joey Diaz. He was on Joe Rogan. I'm not a huge Rogan follower, but I have listened to two Rogan podcasts in the last week. Mm-hmm. Rick Flair and Joey Diaz. I would listen uh, to Rick Flair and I hate Rick, Joe Rogan. The Rick Flair is pretty hilarious. Like it's it's pretty insightful. Uh Joey Diaz He's is the person well. that I've like, you know, like the celebrity death pools. I would have picked him for the last like 10 years. Should have died in 74, 75. <laughs> Listen to the podcast. You'll hear the story about where you should have died. And shout out Sheila. The paramedic sent the letter to Sheila saying, hey, I love you. Might be dying, but don't show up. <laughs> All right. Anyway, word of mouth. Word of mouth. Share it. Tell somebody you love it. Download it. Listen to this episode. If you, if you're new to the podcast, first of all, welcome. Fuck yeah. yeah. You're an hour in. You listen to this whole thing. You're like, well, I'm waiting for this shit to fall off the rails. It's <laughs> almost there. If we keep going, it will be. Um, Go back to episode 25 where Gary first tried Evan Williams single barrel. I and didn't drink as much as of it of it then as I did tonight. That's right. <laughs> Your voice is getting higher. It's getting higher since you as you're losing weight. You don't have as deep of a voice. You remember when we used to do our playlist? I still listen to that fucking playlist. Yeah, we need to maybe not play the songs, but we'll add a song and we'll just sing it. Ooh. If you if there was a song you had to sing Gun to Your Head. Naked karaoke. Yeah, gun to your head. Sing it all the way through. What's the song? Garth Brooks to have kind of working on a full house. I don't even know. I don't know that song at all. <laughs> I was gonna say like "Happy Birthday," maybe. Oh, well, yeah. Nothing can be in the public domain. Yeah. So, also got a notification. Bit pulling back that fourth wall. Yeah. The fucking song we've been using is an intro song. Yeah. That dude died in like 2013. I love that song. I don't. I don't know if you like. You it. got a I notification just, from that. Well, not directly, but from somebody else. Like, it's a whole thing. <laughs> I won't tell you who I still Did you know before that he was dead? I did. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. I Like, I listened to E-Double. E-Double. He was like a basketball player at the University of Maryland, right? Seven okay. foot tall. All right. He died in, like, 2013. Okay. It was non-copyrighted music up until, like, two weeks ago. Now oh, it's now copyrighted. It yeah. So now we got to get a different song. Yeah, we'll figure out something else. We'll go back to 
fucking national parks. <laughs> they probably got more exposure from this podcast than they ever did doing a live show. That's true. Shout out, That's Adam. Shout- <laughs> uh, also, listen to Edge talking about getting the rights to Metalingus. Um, Edge the wrestler. Edge the wrestler. He was he was out on neck surgery. Went to a concert. This guy was like, "Hey, I want you to meet my brother." Happened to be Mark Tremonti, lead <laughs> guitarist for, for Do you Creed. think the Edge the Wrestler and Edge the Guitarist are related? But they just have the same name. They might be the same person. Maybe. But Mark Tremonti right. gave him full lock stock barrel to use it in the in the, um, in the WWE. So nice. If anybody wants to make a song just for this podcast. Thought about going on Fiverr and be like, "Hey, y'all, do a little jingle for us." You have like a jingle almost for uh, for your other show. I, I paid. Hey, it's that, your yeah. favorite time of the week. Yeah, hit you. Yeah, I don't know. We'll figure something out. We I need to do a Stone Man, Stoner, Stone. Man. All right, I'm hitting him up right Stone now. Man. Voice of Stone Man at hotmail.com. Anyway, I love you. Please. Gary Thomas. Hey, we got a website, beersbeardspod.com. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. If you don't know, now you know. We love you. Until next week, uh, happy anniversary to David and Angie. Never, yeah. I never thought it would last, but it did. Um, <laughs> Four years. She's way like David and I both fucking out kicked our coverage yeah um so i don't know what it is it may be our charisma <laughs> that's it what it may is. be our salaries who's to my say? financial security <laughs> I say, like yeah Should i provide um god i gotta have one more drink for you david you take us out this week all right oh, thank you it. so much for joining the beers and beards podcast and the Sponsored by the David McKinney Experience. Do you even talk about Rivalry Brews? Or would they still sponsor? Yeah. I don't Rivalry even know. Brews. I'm not gonna have Adam see if you want to that named Adam too. Yeah. Cheers, Adam. Code Beers Beards 10 at checkout for 10% off your order. Thank you so much. And Gary's gonna go get in trouble with his wife. And uh, we'll so. be back it's... next week. Toodaloo. We love you. <laughs>